Welcome or welcome back to Lift You Up Inspiring Health Stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham. I'm the founder and chief storyteller of TB Media Group. But for the purpose of this podcast, I am your health and happiness matchmaker. Now, before I tell you about today's episode, you know what I'm going to ask you to do. Go ahead, hit subscribe right there on YouTube, turn on those notifications and connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to stay connected with you. Now, today we are celebrating. Why not? Well, there's two things this week. One, celebrating three years full-time in business. And two, it's also my birthday. (laughs) So, hey, I decided I would jump on in here for a solo episode. And looking back at three years in business, I talk with a lot of other entrepreneurs, small business owners, side hustlers, who ask me if I would do it all again. Yes or no? I'm breaking down the reasons on each side of it in this episode and telling you my answer. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want, it is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. Hey there, thanks for coming back for just a solo episode with me. As you know, if you do follow on along here on Lift You Up Inspiring Health Stories, I pop in at least once a quarter here and there just to do a solo episode and talk about trends I'm seeing in storytelling, trends I'm seeing in business with the clients that I work with in my own business as well. So I decided to do that, especially this week, because this week I am celebrating officially three years in business full time. I did start my business about two and a half to three years prior to going full time with it. Uh, but you know, as any of you who are business owners who started as a side hustle and transitioned that to a full-time business, it is very different (laughs) once you are solely relying on yourself and your ability to produce income and the work that you do to provide for yourself and or your family. So I really see this as my true anniversary (laughs) when it comes to business because it has taught me so much more about entrepreneurship and growing and where I want to take things when I've fully focused and dedicated and committed that time to growing a business. It's actually all consuming, uh, which, you know, is, is good in some ways and not so good in others. So this week on this three year anniversary, I figured I would kind of take a look back and share with you because I I get a lot of um, side hustlers or entrepreneurs or soon-to-be entrepreneurs who ask me about, hey, how did you do this or how did you do that? And, um, you know, would you do it again? So that's really the theme of this episode. (laughs) Three years full-time, kind of out of that initial one to two year hell, (laughs) I think that most of us would call it because at the beginning it's so hard. It's not that it gets easier. You just have a lot more knowledge. So Looking back, (laughs) would I do it again? Yes or no? And kind of go through the reasons I would say no, and then the reasons that I would say yes and give you my answer at the end. So you'll have to stick around to hear what I have to say. (laughs) But as far as why 
I probably, as I stand here today, if I had to pull reasons that I would say no, the first one, very candidly, would be money. <laughs> um, you know, as an entrepreneur, especially of like a new business or a growing business, you're oftentimes not paying yourself very much. So um, I've definitely grown a lot over the last three years. But when I look back at it being in corporate America and I definitely climbed ladders, I would say, from a very young age very quickly and then started side hustling and then had other sources of revenue as well. I was at a young age a six figure earner. So um, I grew into that by the age of 30. So I cannot say <laughs> that is where I am and how I am paying myself now. It's just simply not the case. So if money was my only driver um, where I stand today, <laughs> I would say, hey, I could go get a job paying me a lot more um, than I'm paying myself right now. So that would be a reason as to why I would say no. Although for me, money is not the only thing that drives me. Obviously, money is important. We need money to survive, but I would not say that is the only thing that guides my decisions when it comes to my professional career. And I can take a look at the big picture um, instead of where I am currently. But if I had to give you a clean cut answer as to why, <laughs> if I ever did enter the professional workforce and just knowing my skill set and what I can offer, I know that I could, you know, get a job and be you know, very well off, let's just put it that way. But other things are also important other than money. So, um, but yes, <laughs> you will, anyone will tell you as a business owner, you will spend more time <laughs> and make less money, especially in those early years. And fine, this is probably not across the board, but I will say generally, you're gonna spend more time because one, it's yours, it's important to you, you care about it. Um, and you're building something, right? You're not just going into a job where you get handed a paycheck and nothing wrong with that, but you're creating something from scratch, which means um, a lot of time and effort, blood, sweat, and tears need to go into it that frankly are just unpaid hours, right? So um, that's what um, I would say about that. If you had to ask me based on that alone, I would say no. Um, another reason I would say no is at the point that I'm recording this right now, I am, truly exhausted. <laughs> I am tired. I have not had a day off in quite some time and every day has been at least a 12 hour day. And that is not a complaint. That is just a fact as far as where I am at. Again, long days, long hours. Um, I will say not everyone does that and not everyone needs to do that. It's partly my personality and I'm just a hard worker and I'm driven and like when I try to sleep, these are like things that I'm thinking about. And when I wake up, like I'm excited to wake up and start working. So um, it's definitely a, a personality trait, a characteristic of mine. So, you know, I'm not going to say that, hey, everybody's putting in that amount of hours. But if there are goals that you have and places you want to get and grow to, you will have to put in a lot of work period. That's what comes with it. So it was funny because I was thinking about it the other day and I was just like, wow, I truly forget what it feels like to like leave work at five or six on a Friday and like not think about anything work related until Monday. Um, and then just think about, hey, what am I going to do this weekend? Like, am I going to go to the beach? Am I going to like do a household project? 
Like I'm always like, okay, how many hours of this weekend do I have to work? Where am I going to position it in the weekend? It's just part of it. Like my weeks have no end and no beginning. Um, so sometimes that is challenging and sometimes you get tired. I have really tried to do a pretty good job of at least taking one day off a week, just where I'm at. And, you know, in my business, I, I, I can't just take a full weekend. I do take vacations though. So, I, you know, I went on a nice two week hiking trip in, in May to Utah with my mom. So like, it's not like I don't plan for those things, but on a regular day-to-day basis, week by week basis, am I, you know, off on Fridays at five until Mondays at nine or 10? No, absolutely not. But, um, you know, I carve out time for dinner sometimes with friends, but there's a lot of bleeding <laughs> into the weekend and overtaking the weekend as it stands now. So um, I do miss those days sometimes. It's kind of it's kind of nice (laughs) to be able to shut things off. But I don't even think that only has to do with the hours and time spent and needed to service clients and build a business and handle marketing and sales and all these other things. I think it just has to do with when something is yours, you care about it. So you spend more time on it. But if I was going based on time alone, (laughs) I would say, no, give me the job. (laughs) Give me the job that doesn't. Well, I will say give me the job. It depends what kind of job it is, right? Like give me the job that's not calling me on the weekends and after hours and at night at 10 o'clock. Like that would be the only way I'm going to go back to a full time job if that were ever in the cards. Not saying that it is or that it isn't. But, you know, I got to be able to go home when I go home. Otherwise, I would just do it for myself, right? So um, those are two reasons. And, you know, I thought I had a third. I'm looking at my notes. Um, I thought I had a third reason as far as why I would say no to doing this all over again. And maybe I lost my note. It's not here. So I'm going to dive into why I would do this all again. So I would say freedom from those last two examples I just gave on why I wouldn't do it again. (laughs) It doesn't sound like I have freedom, but there are ways that I can build my schedule the way that I like. Like I actually don't mind doing some work on weekends because I find it to be a more productive time for me. Um, And I tend to take like Thursday mornings until like 12 or one off, or I don't start until, you know, early afternoon on Thursdays to kind of compensate for some of that other time. And usually I'm working late into the night anyways, but like that's kind of a morning every week that I reserve for myself and my time to do some of the personal things that I enjoy doing that I don't do on the weekends. So, um, you know, with a, a regular Monday through Friday job, you wouldn't be able to do that. Um, I can say, hey, this is going to be a really hectic time. You know, I've done that several times where I've had maybe a two or three month period where I'm just nonstop for months on, uh, you know, for months on end. And then I can say, hey, you know what? Looking ahead, like I kind of did this for the month of May here in 2021. And I said, I went through a really hectic time. And I'm like, this month, I'm actually going to block the entire month, take no meetings. Not that that didn't happen, but the intention was there, (laughs) go on a vacation and really like really take some time away. Like you might not be able to do that with a full time job. So there's freedom in the sense that you can build it how you want to. Like I have people I work alongside who like to work in the middle of the night or work late. 
um, and they don't work early mornings. Like I'm not somebody, although as of lately I have been, but I'm not somebody who usually likes to start at five or six a.m., seven a.m., eight a.m. Like I like that to be my gym time, my do whatever I need to do time, and I really don't take meetings until afternoons, and I just start work at. 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. every day. Also knowing that I'm going to work probably until 8 or 9 o'clock at night. So you can build it how you want, which is nice. And, you know, I think a lot of companies are kind of changing as far as how they look at that and flex hours and making things flexible for people to work, depending on what it is you do. Um, but I love that freedom of being able to say, hey, I've got this or I've got that or this is how I want to structure it. I can say yes to this. I can say no to this. It's really up to you. Right. So I love that freedom of it. Um, if something pops up or, hey, maybe for some reason the schedule clears tomorrow and why not go to the beach? Like take advantage of those spontaneous moments while you can. So I actually really love that <laughs> because I think there were so many times that I when I had a job that I couldn't get to things I needed to do and I was trying to manage multiple things, my side hustle, the, you know, different things I had going on on the side and I was always trying to navigate when I could fit things in to my schedule, you know, based around what my commitments were at my job. Well, now I can fit in all the things <laughs> that I want to fit in or not fit in. So I love that freedom. So that's why I would say yes, I think that would probably be the biggest adjustment in going back and working for anyone else. So hey, maybe if I ever did that, it'd have to be, hey, remote work, flex hours, right? All of these things that I think people just enjoy having. From the work standpoint, something I've realized recently is that I feel like as, if even if you're a consultant, um, an independent contractor, you have an agency, you are a business owner, you're a coach, uh, whatever it is you do, I, you know, maybe as more as a service provider, I'm a service provider. I have noticed with the clients that I work with, um, who are kind of in that sweet spot of a size that I like to work with, I feel like I can affect much more change within the organization from the outside than from the inside. I think a lot of times when you're on the inside, you become an order taker. Um, you know, you may be relied on to set strategy and come up with plans and all of that. But ultimately, it's really for your boss or their boss or somebody else's boss and to make all of these people happy. And um, when I now come in from the outside as a consultant or as a business owner um, and are asked to help with this task that the team on the inside cannot handle, um, most of the time, I will say, because this is what I really look for in clients, their trust is in me and those that I work with to handle the job and and do what it is that they can't. And it's not really micromanaged most of the time. <laughs> not always, but most of the time it's not micromanaged. Most of the time we're really free to kind of set the plan, set the strategy, implement it how we want to, you know, tell our clients how we need them to work with us, which is nice. But also just being able to really be trusted to do what we need to do, implement that plan and affect change for the positive and help them reach their goals. Like to me, it just feels so much more rewarding on this side of things than on the inside. 
and I haven't had an experience that I can think of right now off the top of my head where it has really felt quite this way. So I love being able to kind of influence and be that trusted advisor on the outside that I don't think I ever got the credit for on the inside. So that is a huge plus. And I, I'm not saying that's specific to me, but I think that's probably in general for most people across the board. I would say another thing <laughs> why I would do this again if I had to say yes um, is because I don't have to deal with politics of an office, um, you know, all of those kind of games that people play. I, I don't think that I set that kind of environment and everything is pretty transparent. And, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm laid back by any means, but I would also not say I'm like, you know, I don't get into all of that with clients or with the team. And you don't, you don't have that kind of structure, right? So it's not like being in a big office with a bunch of people and you have to make this person happy and that person happy. Um, you know, ultimately, if a client is not happy, then they can leave. <laughs> you know, if it's so, unless obviously it's something we've done wrong that we can correct, that we can do better, open to that. But other than that, if it's, you know, we have to jump through all these hoops to make somebody happy, it may just not be the right fit. So not dealing with politics <laughs> is like a huge thing that I am so grateful to not have to deal with. I'd be interested to hear actually what other people say kind of in their in their businesses. You're kind of just on your own. So you don't have to deal with that. I guess you have to deal with it like maybe in your networking circles and things like that. But I stay all the way out of that kind of stuff, you know. So it's really nice. Um, going back to the money thing, <laughs> again, it's, uh, it's a much harder climb <laughs> on this side, I would say. Um, but I would also say that there is really no ceiling. Um, when it comes to making money, right? It's up to you as a business owner, entrepreneur, independent contractor, consultant, how much you want to make, right? The more you work, the more you make. The more clients you get, the more money you make. And or the more you charge, the more you make, the more you work. <laughs> so it's really up to you. And some people don't want to work as much, which is fine. It's up to them. Some people want to work more because they want to make more. So. Um, you can look at that as good and as bad. Um, I like the incentive of it. Certainly working with others who are not necessarily on a payroll and are independent contractors is more expensive, which ultimately is why I pay myself less, be just because people are always going to be your most, your largest expense. Um, but I made a decision fairly early on when I was doing everything myself that I was like, oh no. I do not want to do all this <laughs> and not be and, and some things I certainly couldn't do like graphics and design thing as I'm just not so good at. Um, but then even when it comes to all the writing and um, all of that is just it's a lot of work <laughs> and there are certainly things I'm much better at and much quicker at and are much more profitable for me that I can spend my time on. So well, I guess to kind of bring that all full circle is even though I am not at a place where I'm 
paying myself as much or more money than I was once when I had a full-time job plus other sources of income. I do see the bigger picture. (laughs) I do think that time will come and it's not that far off. It's more so me being strategic as far as I'd rather work less and pay myself less because I'm leaning on other people who can help do those things that I'm not so good at, that I don't want to do, that they are better at, and also in turn then providing a better uh, product to our clients. Like I actually like the model of like having multiple people work on a project who all can really lean into their strongest skill sets and ultimately, hey, me and my role that I have in it gets paid less rather than if I had just done the whole project myself. But is that really the best result for the client? Am I really giving the client what they need? And as long as it's within the scope of what we do, which is video production, content marketing, storytelling, content creation um, for organic, you know, uh, organic platforms, then I'd rather put together something that I feel is stronger, more quicker, more time efficient and in line with the client's needs and pay myself less. Because also with that considered, I can take on more work as well, right? Like somebody who's just an individual consultant may only be able to take on so many projects at a time because they're just one person. So I made that decision pretty early on is like, hey, I am going to pay myself less so that I can pay other people um, to handle this work because I want to ultimately grow larger and be able to take on more all at the same time. So helping more people, servicing more people, and that will ultimately grow to a place monetarily where I wanna be, right? Like if I'm looking big picture. So I would say that's the nice thing. And I I can determine what that is, right? I can determine like how much that is and I can get there. So I think that's a pretty cool thing versus having somebody else dictate, well, no, you're not ready yet. Or no, you just don't quite have the experience. Or no, so-and-so is actually in line for that next and they're going to get this amount. You know, you're not, you're, you're still going to stay here. Like that decision is really now up to me. Um, so I like kind of having that control or like the power over that decision. So as long as I'm, you know, learning and growing and positioning myself in a way that I can hit those financial goals as well, I feel okay with where I am because sometimes you have to take a few steps back to get ahead, right? The last one I will say as far as why I would say this if I had to do it all again, reasons for wanting to do it all again is is because of the diversified income. When I talk to people, and I've talked to a lot during COVID and quarantine who have lost their full-time jobs and had to find something else, or it was difficult, or they were at a job and had their pay cut significantly. Like, to me, that's a worse off place to be then hey, maybe having 10 or 15 clients and losing two or three or having a handful cut their budgets, right? Excuse me. So um, I see it as actually a more secure place to be because 
the income is diversified. It's not just all coming from one source where all of a sudden the rug could get pulled out from under you and that can just get cut from your life. So, and then you're kind of figuring, hey, what's next? What do I have after this? So I look at it that way and I think more people do after the pandemic, like a job is never guaranteed. And people would say, well, a business isn't either. And everybody's model is certainly different. And there's certainly things that could you, depending on what industry you're in and what you do, um, that could put you out of business from one day to the next. But I think specifically what I do, as far as being a service provider with multiple people who work alongside me, who are able to support in different ways, um, and then just having many different types of clients in different industries, puts us in a much better position that if we lose one, we're not going under. If we lose two, we're not going under, you know? So I see it as a stronger place to be ultimately. So I guess I gave five reasons as to why I would do it all again. And two, as far as why I would not. So based on the number of bullet points I offered alone, I guess you would say three years full-time in business, three years since I officially was laid off from my full-time job and was not thrilled about pursuing this full-time endeavor. (laughs) Looking back at really all that I've accomplished and those who work with me have accomplished is like really makes me really proud. And I would certainly say I would do it all again, even knowing what I know now, I would definitely do some things differently and do things, some make some different decisions along the way. But it's sometimes those mistakes that you make that um, teach you as to which direction to go in next. So I would do it all again. There's nothing quite as rewarding and there's nothing quite as gratifying um, and there's nothing that gives you quite the freedom that this path does. Will it be forever? Who knows? I can't honestly say that. Um, I can say that I know that I probably can't continue to work at the pace that I am forever, but I also don't think that that will be the case. So it's in another three years, we'll see. It's always growing and evolving and changing and just adapting to where you are in your life and the needs and wants that you have, which will, you know, certainly change over time. So that means this could change. But from where I stand right now, it certainly serves the purpose, serves my personality as far as wanting to affect change and really help my clients in a way that is meaningful. And it certainly fulfills me. So (laughs) that's where I am three years full time. And, you know, if you ever have any questions or you're interested in just chatting, learning more about my path or if I can be of any help and provide any insight, I'm certainly no expert on business building, but I can certainly be there um, (laughs) as a support or, you know, as a shoulder to lean on because this is not a path that is easy to go out alone and it can certainly feel very lonely a lot of the time. So 
feel free to reach out to me. All my contact information is below in the show notes. And also let me know what you thought of this episode. I'd love to hear if you want more content just like this and share your stories with me as well. I hope you enjoyed today's solo episode with me, your host, Tamika Bickham, and also maybe related to some of the points that I shared in this episode. I'd love to hear from you, your story, whether you are an entrepreneur, a side hustler, work full time, or interested in running your own business, starting it from the ground up, whatever it may be, go ahead, send me a note, drop me a message on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, my email, you can easily find it right here on my website if that's where you're watching this. I'm also on YouTube where you should, you know, hit subscribe, turn on notifications because you don't want to miss out on another episode. And again, please remember, I'd love to hear from you, your story, what you related with, if you agree, don't agree. Would you do this or do it all again? <laughs> so since we're connected on all those social platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all the places, you won't miss out when we're back next week because I know I'll see you next time. So until then, stay happy, stay healthy.